Today on episode number 714, man, we've got a cool because of my podcast story. We've got help like an emergency podcastectomy for those teachers looking to get your information online now for free. Thanks to our good friend, the coronavirus. We've got a microphone shootout so we can hear the new ATR 2100X and a way for you to make money promoting the school of podcasting and one to grow on. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. This is why I helped you start your podcast and grow your influence. And today, well, we're kind of doing something a little different. And by that, I mean, we're going to talk about podcasting for free. But before we get to that, here's a way that you can get free stuff. In fact, you can get $2,300, basically a studio makeover from our friends at Focusrite. This includes the Scarlet, uh, I guess it's, is it the 18i8? That's what I'm going to call it, 18i8 or the 18i8. A high LPR 40, and you're like, high LPR 40, yep. And headphones, uh, Hindenburg software, a super deep discount on Squadcast. There's consulting. I'll put it this way. I wish I could enter, but I can't because, well, they're a sponsor of the show. And all you have to do is submit an audio and video kind of sample into this contest, and you can win a huge amount of really cool stuff. I'll have links out in the show notes. Just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 714, man. And thanks to Focusrite for sponsoring the show. As I record this, it is March 15th, 2020, and the world is having a pandemic. My Corona uh, virus. Everybody's staying inside, and the, what I want to talk to right now is if you are a teacher and you're like, oh, holy cow, the kids are staying home from school, and if I lose weeks, months of time, I'm not going to get my summer vacation, so I've got to get my content to my uh, classes, and I taught in the corporate world for decades, a lot of Microsoft Office, a lot of uh, QuickBooks a lot of customer service 101, that kind of stuff. So I have a teaching background. I actually have a teaching degree from the University of Akron, specializing in technical education. And so what I want to talk about today to start this off, and it's going to be quick because what I did is I made a 100% free, well, let's let's be honest, you got to give me your email address, but I have a free video. It's 20 minutes. And it goes through how to make your artwork, how to record a podcast in Audacity, and how to list your show on Libsyn and get the monthly hosting for free for the next month and a half. And you can get that too, by the way. The coupon code Libsyn is L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. It's short for Liberated Syndication. And if you use the coupon code SOP free, you get the rest of this month and all of next month free. 
And I show you how to do this. If you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 714, you'll see a little graphic there with a play button. When you click on that, it'll take you to a website where you'll watch this video. And yes, you can speed it up if you want. And it will show you how to do this. Now, part of you might be going, hey, dude, 714. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. After the end of the show, I will share a story why the number 714 is is referred to as 714, man. Ugh. And uh, you might be saying, Dave, wait, 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 wait. Don't you sell that kind of information? Aren't the regular school of podcasting members going to be upset that you just gave away how to start a podcast? And I thought about this last night because as a teacher, I'm hearing about teachers freaking out. My sister-in-law teaches third grade. And all of a sudden, your schools are closed, and you've got to figure out how to get the information to your kids and things of that nature. And it dawned on me, because really all I'm doing is, again, I show you how to make artwork for free. I show you how to take free software and record it and then upload it to media host. That's it. And I've always said starting a podcast is not hard. And what I just explained to do, not really that hard. In fact, you can watch a 20-minute video and have a podcast. Starting a good podcast, that is not easy. And in this case, I have teachers who need to get information to students. There's none of this, who is my audience? Well, I know who my audience is. I don't have to figure out what my why is, because my why is, well, it's my job, and I have to get this information to students. I don't have to worry about making sure it's in your branding. We don't have to all the other things that make sometimes podcasting a little more challenging. Those really aren't there in this spot. And these are people that in theory, in theory, should not be afraid to talk in front of a microphone because they talk in front of a group every single day. Now, you might be thinking, Dave, um, I'm not a teacher. Can I get my hands on that video? Yeah. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 714. And for the record, the other thing I thought about is, hey, Dave, are you giving away the store? No, because you're not getting access to the Facebook group filled with brilliant podcasting minds. You're not getting access to the the uh, group coaching that I do and the lunch with Dave that I do, and the email support that I do. And in really, you could Google this stuff. And hopefully, if you cross your fingers right now for me, cross your fingers, you might get mm, okay information on how to start a podcast. Because there's a lot of information out there that is bad. There are a lot of people now, for the record, that's getting worse. It's getting worse. I was just listening to, I think it's called Podcast Accelerator with my buddy Mark Asquith uh, from Rebel Base Media. And he was talking about PodFest, which I just got back from, uh, it was last weekend. And he was saying how somebody came up to him and said, they don't have a podcast. They've never podcasted, but they're going to write a book on how to grow your podcast. That's kind of what's happening here. And I see that on a regular basis where people will contact me and start off the sentence with, I'm working with a client. And then they ask a question that is so obvious 
that they don't know the podcasting space. So be very, very careful uh, with that. And that's why people always say, why do you start off with podcasting since 2005? Because I'm trying to let you know, I kind of know what I'm talking about. Been doing this a while. I've seen a lot of things that have come and go. So I'm not giving away the farm. I'm trying to help people in need that are kind of panicked right now. And when I see that, it's hard as a teacher to see somebody really struggle and not, and, and you are able to help them and not help them. That would be, I don't know. That's just not my thing. So uh, if you want, again, school of podcasting.com slash 714, man. And uh, I will uh, click the button there and you can watch the video and uh, get your podcast up for your students. My Corona. So all those trips you thought you were going to do, all those events you thought you were going to do, all this stuff that was going, you thought we were going to do, here's a couple things. You might be working from home. Well, it turns out I have four years of working from home. If you're new to the show, I work for Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. It's a podcast media hosting company, and I work from home. And a couple things, if you've never worked from home. Let me give you some advice. It's weird because you have, unless your kids are home with you from school, there's nobody to talk to. And yeah, there's Slack and Skype and things like that, but it gets a little, it gets a little lonely, man. And so realize that's that. Also keep your same schedule. So if you have like a 1030 break time at work at 1030, I get up and walk around the block just to kind of keep me fresh and keep me going. So there's that. Also, do not work in a room with a television. That is not good. That will shoot your productivity down. It's distractions. And I actually use, I talked about this in a previous episode about how to stay focused. And so I use a software that is called a Pomo Dunn app that basically you can set a timer and say, hey, for the next whatever, 45 minutes, and it will block Gmail, it will block all sorts of stuff and really force you to be focused because the good news is there's a lot of freedom. You can go to work in your undies and nobody will care. And you can work in your pajamas. It doesn't, it's, that part is very freeing, but it does take a little discipline and it does take, the ability to focus. You have to be, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for here? You have to be a little more mature, I guess, in a way, because the thing about integrity, there's the old line that integrity is what you do when only God is watching. Oh, see, I said the G word. You guessed it. Invisible sky buddy alert. Invisible sky buddy alert. Beware. But it does take some discipline and just keep that in mind. It's not bad. It's just different. I think when all this Corona stuff is over, my Corona, I think we're going to see that companies are going to move to letting people work from home. Cause I think in some cases, I think productivity can kind of go up. I love the fact that I can do laundry on my break or at least start laundry. And that way it's not waiting for me when I get home. It's done at five o'clock because I started it 
on my 1030 break and I folded it on my lunch. There are advantages of working from home. But what about at night? What about all this other free time? Well, there's actually, have you ever had a meeting canceled? There's actually, I forget the name of it. I was listening. There's a cool podcast called The Happiness Lab. And they're explaining how there's an actual physical reaction when they go, hey, that three o'clock meeting you had with Joe, yeah, it's been canceled. And there's a part of your brain that just goes, yes, now I can do whatever. And I believe it's in the book Platform by Michael Hyatt that he says it actually might be your best life. It's a Michael Hyatt book. Read them all. He's a good guy. And he says, when when life throws you a curveball, this gives you the ability to do something that you normally wouldn't do. So if you break your foot and you're in bed, okay, now I can't do all this other stuff, but what can I do from my bed that I normally wouldn't do? And so here we are, we've got all this extra time. We can't go out. We can't do this. You know, here's some things you can do. Spend more time with your kids. That is never a bad idea. You could check this out read a book. You could read a book like Big Podcast by David Hooper. If you're like me, there's like another 15 chapters I got to read. That is a big book. It's a book and a weapon. Big Podcast by David Hooper. It's a great book about podcasting. Or I don't know, you could listen to more podcasts because there are going to be people that are bored or check about this. Check about, I think I just made up a new phrase. Check this out. There are a lot of people that can't listen to podcasts at work, but now they're that they're home and nobody's watching. They can now listen to podcasts at work. Now I can't listen to podcasts at work because my brain is well, kind of busy troubleshooting stuff. And I can't troubleshoot and listen to your podcast at the same time. Also, you can see if you want, and the kids are like, I'm bored. Let's play a game. All right. We're going to have a contest. See who can wipe your butt with the smallest amount of toilet paper squares. And when you lose that game, you really lose. Uh, You could watch some cooking videos and cook from home. I made a dish the other night called not Chipotle that had chicken, rice, lettuce, and cheese, which are things that I have on my uh, bowl when I go to to Chipotle. But then I was like, let's make this a salad. And I threw some salad dressing on it. And actually, it was quite yummy, if I do say so myself. So learn how to cook. Uh, You can create an online mastermind. I'm in a few of these. Uh, if you want a platform, I recommend Zoom. If you go out to school at podcasting.com slash Zoom, uh, you can make a mastermind. You could jump rope. You could do push-ups. You could dust off that treadmill that has all your laundry on it. You could Netflix and chill, or you could go to bed early. That's actually really, again, another tip from the happiness lab. It's amazing how much happiness is tied into uh, sleep. You could eat all the things in the fridge and freezer that you bought by accident. When you like pull it out, you're like, wait, asparagus, this isn't peas. How did that happen? New food can be exciting, and often it's very freezer burnt because it's been in there for decades. Uh, There's a feature on your phone. If you have a smartphone, check this out. You can actually dial in a number and hit the call button, and whoever's number that is, in theory, Mike, pick it up and you could have a conversation in real time. Did you know your phone does that? It's amazing. We're going to look back on this someday and go, yeah, I lived through that. I remember that. I remember 9-11. Do you? The youngins don't, but I do. Uh, I remember 
uh, Nixon resigning because I'm old. And uh, someday we'll look back in this. Yeah, I remember the coronavirus. My Corona. Because we'd all heard about H1N1 and the flu, the pig flu and the bird flu and the everywhere a flu flu. And then this thing came along. We're like, hey, Tom Hanks might die. What? 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 Probably not. But it caught my attention. So hang in there and think about it. You've been given a gift in some cases of more time. Use it wisely because there's still only 24 hours in a day. My Corona. Because of my podcast, blank. Can you answer that question? Because of my podcast, blank. Well, I was listening to Podlords, as in P-O-D-L-O-R-D-S dot com. This is a podcast about podcasting from my buddy Jim Harold. Now, Jim Harold is a king in the paranormal world. If you want to check out ghost stories and things that are all spooky, check out jimherald.com. He's got books. He's been doing this forever. He's a guy that does podcasting full time. And I got a double dose of cool. It was Jim Harold and SP, better known as Stargate Pioneer. And you might be shocked to learn Stargate Pioneer, not his real name. I know. What? And... They were kind of just having a conversation and Jim spit this out. And I went, dude, can I like use that in the school of podcasting? And because Jim Harold is cool. He is the king of Jim and the paranormal podcast. He said, why? Sure. So here, listen to what happened. Be, what happened to Jim because of his podcast? You know, I've done different podcasts over the years. Some of them have, quote, caught on and they are part of my business and I make money on them. And there have been other shows that haven't caught on as much, but were just cool to do. And some of them I'm no longer doing. But one of the shows that I did maybe 30, 35 episodes of, and I did it for fun. Never caught on. Then after I stopped doing it, I started hearing some very similar podcasts. But it's not a unique idea was to interview these uh, more mature TV stars from days gone by. And the thing is, is that in the course of doing that show, it was called The Great TV Podcast. And it's still up there. And I actually am very proud of it. I think there's some very good interviews on it. But, you know, I love classic TV, TV, for me, classic TV is TV from the 60s and 70s. And I would grow up and watch those reruns when I was a kid. Some of this stuff in the 70s and 80s were first run for me. But I did this podcast and I got to talk to Ed Asner, who Mary Tyler Moore show. Hello. I got to talk to Marianne from Gilligan's Island. Uh, (laughs) I got to play, uh, got to talk to the late Richard Hatch, who was, um, I'm blank. Battlestar Galactica. I mean, I got to talk to Donnie Most from Happy Days. He played Ralph Mouth. I got to talk to some people from the Waltons. Judy Norton, who played Mary Ellen, who when I was a little kid, I had this enormous crush on. But the point being, the same thing applies in any of these areas. Now, if I had called up Ed Asner's agent and said, you know, I'd like to talk to Ed Asner for a half hour about his career. I just think it would be cool. (laughs) Well, that's not going to happen. I've got a podcast. He has a new play coming out. Can I talk to him? Why, certainly. You know, that's the opportunity. And it could be something like that, or it could be something like you said, in an academic specialty, and you can make yourself known. So really, the people, uh, I'm probably around the 2000 episode mark, if you count all my shows together, the people I've gotten to talk to, who I would have never had a chance just that alone, aside from 
being my job has been a great reward. And many of the people are no longer with us. I got to talk to, uh, now she's still with us, but Rod Serling's daughter. I mean, just incredible, incredible people that I would have never had the chance to talk to without a podcast. So, I mean, the opportunity, aside from money, is tremendous. Thank you, Jim. I'll have links to his website, jimherald.com, the Paranormal Podcast, Podlords. Everything is out there at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 714, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in another way of me saying, here's something I say all the time from somebody else's mouth. I was listening to Work It, which is a podcast for a women's conference. And I've often said, look, podcast reviews and ratings – People, I hear it all the time. It helps us get found, and, and really it doesn't. What it is, it's social proof, and that social proof may get people to click. Keep that in mind, and I've heard that in some cases, if you're looking for sponsorship, they may see reviews and ratings and such as that, hey, this person has an engaged audience. But most of the time, I, what I'm worried about is people obsessing over them. And so here is a clip that I will put in my my new I Told You So segment Called uh, this is from the episode called "You Can Grow Your Audience Without Going." <laughs> I'll have to beat myself here. Batch crazy uh, from Work It. Uh, this is from December nineteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Don't worry about it. Don't try to ask for people to rate and review you in Apple Podcast because it's not really going to make a difference. It is time for a good old fashioned microphone shootout. I am talking right now into a dead mic walking. It's the Audio-Technica ATR2100. It is a microphone I have recommended for years, and it's been replaced by the ATR2100X. And so we're going to compare it to this and the Samson Q2U. So this is this is what we used to have, the 2100. And if you haven't figured it out, I don't have a pop filter on these. I'm trying not to pop these. I have it pointed at the corner of my mouth. So this is the ATR2100. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. And this is the 2100X. And I should also say there is no processing going on here. Nothing in my uh, software, nothing in the hardware. This is going into a roadcaster and then the roadcaster into, in this case, Hindenburg. But I have no processing on any of the channels. So this is the 2100. X, I got, got to throw that on there. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. And I should also point out that these are all in, I, I'm basically, I have a desktop stand that I have these on. These are about an inch and a half away from my mouth. And so I'm trying to have everything exactly the same. The microphone I'm talking into right now is the Samson Q2U. And first of all, I guess we should say none of these sound horrible. They're all under $100, just the 2100X is out, and we're all kind of like, oh, it's the same microphone. And I don't know about you, when we listen to the 2100 and the 2100X, they definitely have a little bit different tone. The 2100 is the 2100X, I got to remember that X, is black, where the 2100 was silver. It just looks a little better. It, But in the other end, like, do you really care how a microphone looks? Because nobody sees you. And so it looks a lot like the Samson Q2U. I actually like where they have the volume knob on the Q2U a little better. But this is the Samson Q2U. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow.
And speaking of microphones that look cool, the last one, I threw this one in. It's it's a bonus microphone. It's the Audio-Technica 2005, which was the cooler-looking brother to the ATR2100. And now that the 2000 or the 2100X is here, uh, the 2005 is all black, where the 2100X has a silver top and a kind of a cooler on-off switch. But this is what the... I guess we'll call it the AT2005 USB, sounds like. It also is under $100. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. And this is me again with no processing on, using my $300 microphone, the ElectroVoice RE320. And in case you're wondering, does the 2100X have the lifetime warranty? Apparently it does. The warranty, uh, it says, uh, is a... Lifetime limited end-user warranty. It excludes defects due to normal wear, abuse, shipping damage, or failure to use the product in accordance with the instructions. So that was kind of one of the always advantages of the 2100 is it had a lifetime warranty. But again, if you're not abusing the microphone, do you really need that? And a lot of times people were shipping these back and forth and they would leave the cord plugged in, and sometimes that would cause an issue. So I'm going to play the 2100, the 2100X, the Q2U, and the 2005 back-to-back here, and you can decide with your ears. Here we go. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. Call me crazy. I don't hear a lot of difference. At least I'm listening in a quiet room with headphones. Maybe it sounds different in the car or something like that. And this is why we tell people it's really not the tech. As long as you're using your microphone properly and you've got good mic technique, which again just means my microphone is about three fingers away from my mouth. It's pointed at the corner of my mouth. I've got a windscreen to avoid popping peas so I can say things like happy peanut butter and we're good to go. So any of these microphones will work. I kind of like the Samson Q2U. It seems to have a little more bottom end. Maybe for a female voice, I go with the ATR2100, or if I know I'm going to be traveling a lot, I'll go with the 2100 because it's got the lifetime warranty. But in case you're wondering, because they've got the new model out, the biggest difference is this one is USB-C, so you can plug it into an iPad or something that uses a USB-C uh, connection. You know, one of the things you can do with the extra time you might have on your hands because of this whole, you know, Corona thing. My Corona! Especially if you're looking for a little exposure for your show and that is to go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. At the end of uh, the month, every episode, I have a question for you, and you can answer that, and you can also mention your website. So you could say something like, this is Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com, and I actually have surveyed my audience, and the one thing I learned from that survey was blank. And if you haven't learned anything, or if you haven't surveyed your audience, well, then let us know why. And you could say, hey, this is Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. You can find my website at schoolofpodcasting.com, where I help people start their podcast and grow their influence. And I have not surveyed my audience. And I think the biggest reason is whatever. So, and if you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question, you'll see 
the question right there. You'll see where you can upload your answer. If you've pre-recorded it, you can click and record it via SpeakPipe. And I think I'm also going to be adding smoke signals in the future, but uh, I need that by the end of, let's see, that's coming out. I need it by the 27th. That is uh, 27th of 2020, March 27th, 2020, as it'll be coming out on March 30th. Have you ever heard of affiliate marketing? This is where you market other people's stuff. And then if somebody buys something, you earn a commission. And recently I upgraded the School of Podcasting's affiliate program. If you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash affiliates with an S, that'll take you over where you can sign up. The biggest difference is I use Thinkific for the School of Podcasting for all the courses and things like that. And they have a very basic affiliate program. And the affiliates couldn't see how much traffic they were generating. I think they would get notified if there was a sale, but it was very, very basic. And so I'm using a script called iDev Affiliate, which I've seen on many, many, many websites that run their own affiliate program. And so I have switched to that. And I've already sent out an email to my current affiliate saying, hey, there's a a new link if you want to use it and you can track your stats and things like that. And I know podcasters love stats, but if you know somebody who you think would love to start a podcast and you want to direct them towards me, because I realize in some cases they might want to learn from you. But if you're like, nope, I I don't want to be a podcast consultant. That's not my thing. Uh, You can sign up over there and earn some income when they sign up. And that is a, a monthly thing. So if they stick around and they sign up for a month, you earn a commission. If they stick around for another month, you earn another commission. If they stick around for three months, four months, 10 months, however, 10 years, you earn reoccurring income every month with that. So again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash affiliates. And if you have any questions, feel free to go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. And I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. Schoolofpodcasting.com is my website. No matter what you want to do, if you want to subscribe to the show, contact the show, check out my gear guide, check out the show notes, schoolofpodcasting.com is the website you need to remember. I do hope you subscribe because then you'll get the next episode the minute it's available. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. I was just listening to a podcast by my muddy, by my muddy, by my muddy, my muddy. He's my muddy right there. That, that guy, my muddy. What is a muddy? What? Ugh, mouth. They can actually listen to podcasts at work. Now, I personally can't listen to podcasts while I'm doing support tickets for Libsyn because my brain is kind of engaged in helping you get fixed, whatever it is that you have not done well. Boy, that was an awesome That was like the English language was like right there. And I know you're saying, Dave, you never explained this whole 714 thing. Well, the year is 1973. I am 13 years old and I've talked my mom into letting my brother take me to Cleveland Stadium, which held at the time 80,000 people. 
And the concert, this was my first concert ever, was Ted Nugent, Aerosmith were the headliners, both of them, Ted Nugent and Aerosmith, then Thin Lizzy, then Journey, then ACDC with Bon Scott. And at the very end, they tacked on a little band from Germany that nobody had ever heard of called The Scorpions. That was my first concert. And the fun thing was we had to go to the big city, being that I'm from Akron, Ohio, and we went to Cleveland to this giant stadium. And it was 1973, kids. So a lot of people walking around in green army jackets and John Lennon glasses, the whole nine yards. And I just remember walking in and there was a guy there who was not feeling any pain. He looked like he was way out of it. I never will forget him because he had a, a green army jacket on and he had a very small piece of cardboard that he'd written in magic marker one word. And it said, lewds. That was it. Just lewds. And it seemed like he'd had a few. And if you're like, what's a lewd? It's uh, short for quaaludes. And if you actually see a quaalude and look at the pill, it has the number, you guessed it, 714. My more, my poor mom was freaking out at home. Here goes her little baby up to the big city. And someone actually, I don't know if they were on lewds, uh, but somebody fell in Lake Erie and drowned that day. There were a lot of people up for the, because this was the first time they had, I think it was called the Monsters of Rock Tour. And so, but that's when I was like, what's a lewd? And my brother's like, oh, it's this whole thing. And that's when I learned that 714, man, was somebody talking about lewds. And for the record, never had a lewd, never had any drugs, not even smoked pot. And you're like, wait, how did you grow up in the 70s and not smoke pot? Well, technically, I didn't grow up in the 70s. I was like a little baby hippie in the 70s, tagging along with my uh, bigger brother. And I kind of grew up more in the 80s. But uh, hey, you know, there was even a band back then. Let's Greek out on music for just two seconds. There's a band called New England that was produced by Paul Stanley, one of the guys in Kiss. And they had a song called P-N-U-K. And they had a, a line in the song that said, There you go. 714s for supper. Not a lot of nutrition there. And I'm not sure if that's carb or gluten-free. But uh, my poor mom sitting at home hearing how people are drowning in Lake Erie and, you know, all this crazy stuff going on at the stadium for my first concert. But that's where I learned about 714, man. So there you go. The school of podcasting today. Not uh, And hopefully now when you hear about this whole Corona thing, you'll hear my little jingle in your head and you might just smile a little bit and maybe some of the stress will go away just a little bit. But today, 714, that's right. That's one to grow on. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.